Hey guys, we're Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online for your business for less than $500 a month. We have been using the Workplay method to launch visual marketing strategies for businesses all over North America and Europe. If you are wanting to uplevel your marketing, we are giving listeners of the Workplay podcast an exclusive video bonus offer on their first workplace shoot for free when you DM us the word podcast. This offer is valued at $1,500. And again, we are giving this away for free. To claim this offer, go to at Workplay Branding on Instagram and DM us podcast to claim this exclusive free video bonus offer valued at $1,500. That is at Workplay Branding on Instagram. DM us the word podcast. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Workplay Podcast, where we deep dive into how to create a visual marketing strategy that actually moves the needle. Take a peek inside the minds of hundreds of Workplay members who have created successful visual campaigns that have generated millions in revenue. when everything feels like it was created by the same hand, that it was written by the same person. You can't put a price tag on that. Branding is not just the profile picture on your Instagram page or the colors you use when you're putting a button on it on your website. It's this living and breathing thing. It, it's how you move through the world. Everything is branding. When you work with two teams that really get that and really understand that, and both of us are unique in that we're so dedicated to building something 100% custom for the person that's hired us. You hire any other brand photographer and they have a specific filter that they use and right, it's just copy paste for everyone that works with them. Everybody's images look the same. And there's a lot of brand and web designers that have a one specific style and it's just rinse repeat for everybody that hires them. We're not known for one specific design style. And you guys the same way, finding people that are so dedicated to making you stand out and crafting your vision. It's just so important. That's how you build a next level brand that makes that kind of money. Amanda Berg, welcome to the Workplay Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to deep dive into all of the things around high converting web design, copy, the whole nine yards. But first, what is your business and what got you into all of this line of work? Yeah, so I run Liberty Type. We're a branding agency based out of Knoxville. We're coming up on eight years in business. So we've been doing this for a little while now. I actually started the business pretty unknowingly eight years ago when I was a breaking news journalist. So I was pregnant with my son at the time, and I was writing a lot of feature pieces on businesses that were opening in the Philadelphia area. I had been doing a lot of breaking news, but being pregnant and preparing for my son, it was not conducive to cover uh, midnight shootings and things like that. I was doing more of the self news, and I just noticed that a lot of these businesses that wanted press on what they were doing, they just... They had no image online. They didn't have a website. Their branding was terrible. And they wanted people to come and check out their business, but they really didn't have anywhere for people to go. And so I found myself teaching, learning Adobe Illustrator and things like that at night and 
redesigning logos and things like that for these businesses without their permission or knowledge. And I decided in the middle of the night one night after a few weeks of learning some graphic design to open up a Etsy store, which in 2016 was like very cool to open up a branding shop on Etsy. Not so much now. I knew no sales would come from it or anything, but three days later I got my first client and then it just progressed from there. We naturally added more services usually when clients would ask. So then they'd say, oh, can you design a website? And I'd be like, yeah, I totally know how to do that. Even though I had never designed a website before. I'm like, I'll just figure it out. And then clients would say, oh, well, you used to be a journalist. So could you write all the copy for the website? I'm like, yeah, sure. I could do that. Eight years later, now we're a full service branding agency. I love that progression. And I love the fact that you were first a copywriter because a lot of times, as you say, the copy kind of has to come first and basing it off of the design. Just as a side note, Liberty Type, your company has designed all of Workplay Branding's websites that we've had over the years. And when I first came to you, I didn't know any other way. Like I thought, oh yeah, duh, like the copy should be with the design, but that's usually separated. When you came into this industry, did you have that sort of revelation of, oh, no one's doing this? I just kind of started adding the copy on for clients that, you know, most people, even if they're great writers, writing copy for like marketing copy and writing copy for websites is a totally different set of skills, right? So most people would say, I'm a decent writer, but I, I'm having a hard time narrowing down what I need to say into these blocks, right? Because a lot of people start with website templates. So it's like you're condensing what you want to say down into this subheading and this heading spot where they're like, you know, I, I'm a terrible writer. I don't even know what to say. And those are the people that usually just rely on images of their work or images of themselves on their website to get by. So at first it was really just an add-on thing to be helpful. And it just made sense because if I'm designing your branding and I'm designing your website, it just, we've already been working together. We already have that rapport, I already know all about you and your business. And so if I have that knack for marketing writing, it's easy for me to implement that. Then I noticed that there was a huge difference in the success of my clients when they worked with us on copy and then when they wrote their own. And I've had clients that have, gone to others for copy and it just there just tends to be that disconnect right like you you need to rely on your copywriter and your web designer and everybody being on the same page and everybody getting the vision and everyone having the same strategy and a lot of times that doesn't happen so it just became really an an art of convenience for a lot of our clients to just work with us and work with us all the way through but it still shocks me that it's not they don't go together. They really don't. It's two totally different skill sets, but they rely on one another so much. It's been a huge gap in the industry for a while. Are there any horror stories that you've heard that come to you who have done it the other way? What I find is that a lot of people, the design of the website, redoing the website is the fun part. So a lot of people will focus in on that. So they buy a beautiful website template or they hire a web designer and copy is like an afterthought. They don't even realize that they need copy until they start to go customize the website template. Oh, what am I going to write in all of these spaces? Or they hire a web designer and then they find out the web designer requires all the copy to be written before they even start. And so it becomes this, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? 
I need website copy to do the design, but I need to know what the design looks like to do the copy. And that's why it makes a lot of sense for our team to just handle both aspects. I find that the people that just focus in on the design and don't worry about the copy until later usually never launch. Yeah. Or it's a process that takes forever. If you sit down to customize the website and then you realize, oh, I don't have any copy in here. Customizing the website takes 10 times longer because there's no plan. I know firsthand because I remember purchasing a $1,000 template off of a really well-known designer site. And it was beautiful, right? But it sat in the show it for over a year before I, I found you. And I just remember you saying, yeah, people will just buy the templates and then just not use them because it becomes such a big project. And I'm like, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the, it's the worst because you obviously you want to launch something. A website is a huge part of someone's business. But if you don't have the bandwidth, which most people don't, to launch a full-blown website, it can be really hard. I'm interested to know how you went from journalism copy to like marketing copy. Was there a, a gap there? Did you have to learn? How, how did that transition happen? It is a, a totally different style of writing you know, learning to write an MLA format and then trying to write a letter to a friend. It's its totally different. But I think that the type of writer that I am, it was easier for me because, I mean, when you're writing news copy, the goal is to get people to read the article. And so that can translate pretty well into websites, right? My goal is for you to read this copy. And so I have to make it interesting enough and short and to the point and punchy so that you want to read the rest. And so that translated really well. I think just my style of writing, I'm always like, how can I say this in the least amount of words as possible, which is great, a great practice for writing marketing copy. So I found that writing soft news and feature pieces was really hard for me as a journalist because it's like you have to fluff them up. And that's just not the type of writer that I am. I'm not a fluffy writer. I feel like the the parts of news copy that I really struggled with, you know, don't really apply to, yeah. well, to website I, copy. I think I think that just goes to show why your work is so good and why it does so well and why it is so high converting because you have a different approach almost systematically in how you write. It doesn't sound like everyone else's marketing copy that they went to a copywriter for or they're trying to emulate because you bring this different perspective and this different skill set. I love when people have a different background and then they bring it into a different industry. I want to highlight the fact that your process is so systemized. We are big systems people over here at Workplay Branding. <laughs> the fact that like you can come into a, a creative process and have it super systemized to the point where it's, you know what you're getting, the deadlines, you know when you know something's being delivered. I think you have such a good approach to that to web design and copy. And it includes this high converting element, which is a huge part of leads and sales. So can you walk us through start to finish what it looks like to go into Liberty types process with copy and web design. I created this process really out of necessity. I have three kids. So if I'm going to launch projects and launch them on time for my client's sake, which is another huge problem in this industry is projects take so much longer uh, than creatives often tell clients they will, but I, I needed a, a set 
weekly timeline and weekly process. Our average project takes 12 weeks. We start with pretty in-depth strategy. So we're outlining every single aspect of the project from start to finish. We're having two calls around this to get really clear on what that strategy is from the aesthetics and the messaging, the tone of voice, all of that type of stuff. Because when we present something to a client, I don't want it to feel like it came out of left field. I want it to be basically a visual representation of what we've talked about. And then from there, we'll go into branding. So we'll do colors and fonts, logos, collateral items, all of that, really setting the creative direction for the project. And then we'll move into copy. So we can write any marketing copy for collateral items like lead magnets and email newsletters and all those things. But we're also writing uh, website copy. And all of that is coming from that brand personality and the archetype and all those things that we've already determined beforehand. It's going to be a set amount of time. And when I say your website's going to launch on January 1, it launches on January 1 because no one wants a project that was supposed to take three months to take nine. It messes up everything. If they're working with Workplay, it's I need to plan my photos around this project and I need to plan my social media content around this project. And it's so impossible to do that when creatives are flaky and they're all over the place and most of them don't have a process and or a deadline for revisions or anything and it just it puts everything else you're doing in your business totally out of whack when i was really getting clear on how i wanted liberty type to be different it was really about finding what all those gaps were all the things that made other people unhappy and like how can we solve all of these things in one in one process. I think it's so rare to find a creative person, not only person, but also company that also has that clear deadline because the creative process, it's so hard to fit it into a system. How do you think you guys do that and produce amazing work? Creativity needs parameters. And I think setting those parameters up at the beginning it makes it so much easier to be creative because we're not open to every single possible idea under the sun. These are the five things that we're doing or focusing on or whatever. We've been doing this process for so long that naturally my brain just works within that timeline. I know the times of day that I'm much more creative, which is typically before anyone else wakes up. That's kind of my my space. Creativity needs parameters. And I get so annoyed when I hear other people talk about, oh, I need my space to be creative. And it, it's like an excuse for them to never answer their clients' emails and to create whenever they want. And yes, we can be creative. We can create great work. But at the end of the day, we have to make decisions. And so your creativity is useless, in my opinion, if you can't at the end of the day say, this is what we're doing and moving forward. Because if a client was capable of doing their branding and writing their copy and designing and launching their website by themselves, they would have done it already. So they need our direction to get across the finish line. And if we're in like la la land, dreaming up the best aesthetic in the world, like it doesn't mean anything if they never actually get to launch it. Mm. I totally agree. Web design, copy, all of that stuff, it's so tied to the revenue and sales and leads. And when you're a full-blown business, a company, like you have certain deadlines for certain things to be launched for projects. I know that's how we run Workplay Branding. 
in our marketing department. So not having a clear deadline for our website to be launched, like we're like, what is going on? Like we wouldn't be able to move forward other projects without that. And I think the website is such a heart and soul of a brand and a business. It's like the real estate on the internet that you own. We grew so much when we first launched our first website with you. It was like leads, sales, it was crazy. What is that science behind how a website can actually convert like with the copy and in the way that you guys do it? It comes down to getting really clear on what the goal is. I think a lot of people when they're doing a website, it's let's add a lot of fluffy words and the colors have to be per all of this, but you know, a lot of our websites follow a pretty similar layout because we're trying to attract eyeballs to a certain area and then move them here and move them there. And so there has to be this kind of this flow, right? It comes down to copy as well. How can we be punchy? How can we say what we need to say? I know that there is definitely a place for these kind of long form sales pages, but I'm not a fan of them because I, I feel like if you need... 30 Google Doc pages to lay out what you want to say. <laughs> like I can do it in three, you know what I mean? So it, I know by that first couple sentences, if I'm going to buy something or if I'm interested in buying something, I don't need to scroll forever to figure that out. So it, it's about figuring out what do we want our ideal client to do? Mm. Like, where do we want to take them? What is that customer journey? When they're reading this, where are they naturally going to be what are they going to be looking for? Where are they going to be looking to go? And giving them those buttons, those outs, those journeys elsewhere. That's what it's all about. So many times you're like reading something and it's, okay, now I want to work with you. And where's the button? It's not right. there. Right. Because I remember brainstorming with you in your process. And I was like, I want people to be able to I almost want the the website to be a landing page in itself. Like I want it, I want someone to go onto the website and convert and then buy from the website. So can you walk us through how did you design the workplay website? Because I think it's a good example of how a website is actually an active component in the sales process. We do have our work on the website, but the strategy that we wanted to implement was much deeper than that. It was like, how can we make this interactive landing page? This thing from just being a workplay client as well is that the method for how you use workplace seemed really complicated, but as a client, I know it feels really easy and it feels really fun. And so bringing that into the website was really important. The concept of what workplace doesn't exist anywhere else. So how do we tell people about it and make them feel so comfortable with this thing they've never heard of that they want to spend $500 a month for the next year on doing it. Making sure that people got their questions answered about the process right on the homepage was key. I know the biggest question even I get from your clients is, oh, well, I'm based in Charlotte. I'm based in LA. Like, will they come to me? So that's right on the homepage. Like, we love to travel and making that um, a big feature. I know a lot of people are confused about, well, what am I going to do with 800 photos? Like, how can I use these? So making sure that it was really clear on the website, all the different ways that your clients use their photos, that was a huge piece. That so, huge. <laughs> yeah. So really figuring out like, and that's a big question I ask on calls with clients is like, what are these questions that you get all the time? Like the ones you're so tired of answering. 
the ones that you feel like are so obvious what the answer is. Like that's your website's job. So many people use their website as, oh, it's just this place online. And like a lot of times it's filled with out of date information or whatever, like your website should be just as current as social media is like update your photos on a regular basis, update your client projects on a regular basis. You know, your client really well, which is helpful. So for this next season of workplay, it's going to be really um, imperative that people understand how to use the photos and that for this latest update, how do we show what this process looks like for all the different people that that use it. Yeah. And I will say as well, one of the things that you can use the website for and talk to Amanda's team about is all of the ways that you're being positioned in your client's mind that you don't want to be positioned with anymore. So a big thing that I know for with Workplay is that everyone thought that we were a social media company for some reason. And I'm like, no, we're a visual marketing company. And so that was a huge thing with how to use the content is like not emphasizing social media, emphasizing other ways so that it naturally positions the products in a different way to people who are coming on, which it's, it's going back to what you were saying, how we don't need a full landing page. We need to ad address the objections really quickly. So it's an easy yes. And it was like, when we implemented that on our web design, it was so easy. Converting was so easy. They came onto calls already understanding the process. So we didn't have to waste time going over that. They say your website should be like your 24 seven employee or your 24 seven salesperson. That's how we implement the strategy on the website. And your website should be that good that whenever you hop on a call with someone, it's like they're already sold. They just wanted to meet you. Yep. They just wanted to have one interaction before they hit buy. Yep. And that's exactly what at least this company has experienced through this type of design. You mentioned that the website should be a continuous updating. I am constantly in show it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably to our demise, but I am constantly in show it, making updates, putting little things in, putting in like little just new objectives that we hear, different visual content, all of that. How do you think that this strategy pairs really well on a quarterly basis for people who are creating visuals? Yeah, it's such a no-brainer. Updating your website on a quarterly basis, I think, is a great plan because every quarter you have probably a monetary goal, probably a lead gen goal, and you can look back at the website. Okay, so out of all the lead calls that I was on this quarter, what were the top questions that people were asking? How can I address those objections or address those questions in the copy? Your business is a evolving, living thing, and your website should be too. I, there's so many websites that are just totally out of date. It's, wow, this is not applicable anymore. Like, I don't even think they're doing this offer anymore. Yeah. Not having a, a top-notch website is pretty sad in 2024 at this point. So even if the information hasn't changed, maybe you have pretty evergreen offers, even if the copy and everything is all dialed in, I mean, updating your images every quarter, it just breathes some new life into the website. When someone is updating the copy per se, because that was written by a professional, by your guys' team, how do you suggest they, they update the copy while not completely 
taking out this almost like sales psychology that's already infused into it. Focusing that top section on what is the big piece that I need everybody to know, which like for you guys, hey, it's $500 a month and there's no catch because that's the big thing, right? That's always been the big thing with you guys is price. So making sure that whatever that big thing is always top of mind. As long as you're addressing objections and you're answering questions, you're hitting on pain points, you're showing your process, you're showing your work, and you're sprinkling in ways to work with you, whatever that next step is, I, I think those sections can go wherever they make sense. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that there has to be a, a rule of like this and then this and then this. And that's just how you sound like everybody else. I'm interested and curious to know what do you think is the difference between a workplace member who implements the strategy because there's been plenty of workplace members who have gone through liberty types process versus a workplace member who doesn't what are the pros and cons of not doing this or doing it yeah i think the biggest thing is just cohesion between everything that you're doing in your business so when your strategy for your campaign that you're launching and the strategy for your branding and your website and your marketing materials and the images, like when everything is the same, I think that just, you just present yourself a different way than someone who, it, you can tell they just don't have it all together. You can tell they're just kind of launching things. Sometimes I'll see an offer that someone is, is doing on social media and it looks interesting and I'll go to their website and I can't even find the offer on the website. It's like there's a missing thread there, right? Our teams just work so well together. You're a client of ours. I'm a client of yours. So we naturally just understand how each of our companies work and communicate. And so I think you get that kind of added benefit with like you and I already talk. So, you know, we can kind of brainstorm things about a client, you know, over Voxer or, hey, Lyric, send me the images for this client. It, it makes it a little bit easier on the client not having to communicate between teams. And then you know that everything for your branding images and your campaign images and all of that is going to have the same voice as your strategy and your branding and your copy and your website. Typically, these are probably 10 to 12 different people. And so it's uh, more convenient having just the two of us involved. Yeah. And it it's great because I've used your copy in so many other ways too. So like when you write the copy, so it's yes, the design, but I've also used the design as well. Like all again, I, I like show it. I like to go in there. <laughs> yep. I'll take a section that you've designed and like make a, like a whole page based off of it. Cause it's already done. It's just about like pulling sections together. And it's just like, it's great. But I'll also do that with the copy. So I'll take like headliners and put it into like social posts or email posts, or like I'll grab stuff from the copy that you've made and put it into email subject lines that do amazing. So it's like, you're getting so much more than just website copy. You're getting messaging for your whole brand, which is kind of underrated. <laughs> And that's what I tell clients, like the copy is yours and this copy was written for you. It was written with certain goals in mind. Like it should go everywhere. And that's how you're going to build that brand recognition, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw you trademarked a couple of the lines that we wrote for you. Oh, yeah. You had them on the back of sweatshirts and it's in your Instagram bio. That's how you build that recognition when you're known for that, that phrase or 
that combo of words. I mean, it's unique to you. So it should be everywhere. Yeah, it's almost like I would rather invest in like a total website rebrand with the copy so that I can take that copy, put it on sales things, put it on marketing materials, because that's such a better investment than maybe just going specifically to someone who just writes sales pages or just writes emails. Because I don't know, I, I feel like it doesn't translate the same. Like you can't take email copy and put it on website copy. Yeah. Can this strategy create six and seven figure results when paired with a visual campaign? And how does this strategy do this? You guys alone are, are living proof that it can. If you look at your competition, there are people that maybe have a good website, people that maybe have some good copy, people that maybe have good images. But the, the fact that you can have all of that together, it just puts you head and shoulders above above the rest. Mm -hmm. I can't speak enough about that cohesion. I think when everything feels like it was created by the same hand, that it was written by the same person, you can't put a price tag on that. Everything makes sense when this copy that we wrote is now on the sales page and it's on the back of your hoodie when someone sees you at a, a seminar or a summit or what. And it just, branding is not just the profile picture on your Instagram page or the colors you use when you're putting a button on it on your website. It's this living and breathing thing. It, it's how you move through the world. Everything is branding. When you work with two teams that really get that and really understand that, and both of us are unique in that we're so dedicated to building something 100% custom for the person that's hired us. You hire any other brand photographer and they have a specific filter that they use and right it's just copy paste for everyone that works with them everybody's images look the same and there's a lot of brand and web designers that have a one specific style and it's just rinse repeat for everybody that hires them we're not known for one specific design style and you guys the same way finding people that are so dedicated to making you stand out and listening and crafting your vision. It's just so important. That's how you build a next level brand that makes that kind of money. Totally. You can cover a lot of ground with just oh, those yeah. two things, which is kind of my next going into my next question is what would someone need to have implemented in their business in order to implement the strategy? Yeah. I mean, I, I think knowing who your client is, is crucial. You have to know what you do. You have to know who you serve. This isn't the place to figure that out. I wouldn't invest in you or I until you know that because it, it's just wasted money. It really is. Mm -hmm. Now that person that your ideal client is that they can change, they can evolve. That's natural, but you have to have an idea of who you serve, what they want, what their goals are, what their pain points are, all those things. And you have to have really defined offers. What is it that you do for them? What's that container look like? And then I think once you have those things and you have your brand name, we can help you create everything else. And, and you guys can help them create all the visuals that go around that. Yeah. If you're just getting into everything, maybe you're in transition mode, maybe you're starting a new business, maybe you're quitting your job, start recording your sales calls, start recording yes. the objections that you are hearing people say, because there's always objections on a call and start to study those so that when you come into 
a creative process that's about branding, that's about marketing, that's about generating revenue, you're addressing those things. I'm sure you experience this that when someone doesn't know, you have to guess. And if you're guessing on someone's brand, it's never going to be as accurate as it would be if, you know, the person who really knows the brand is actually telling you. I, I think recording your sales calls or even taking notes afterwards, getting them transcribed is just invaluable advice. I have a spreadsheet that tracks every lead that comes through from what they put on their inquiry form to what they actually asked on the call, what they were interested in, like any objections that came up. And then you review it every quarter and that really becomes, these are my top three objections. These are the big questions that everybody's asking when they get on a call or, oh, wow, I didn't realize that 90% of my leads are therapists or wedding planners or whoever they are. And then from a copy perspective, those transcripts are something you can hand over to us because using your own client's words back at them on your website is, is huge. That's how you're going to really connect with people and sound different than everybody else in your industry. What's the timeline from if someone inquires to when can they get on your schedule? It's usually about a month. Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah. you're probably going to want, like, cause you said 12 weeks of, or 12 weeks, 12 weeks. Sense? Yep. I know that you already have a case study cause you are also a workplace member, but I want to just re-ask you this again, maybe from the eyes of like this, the Liberty type strategy that you guys implement. So why do you think it's worth it for workplace members who implement this strategy, implement, you know, the design and copy to create visuals four times a year? It's a really good excuse to just analyze where your business is at every 90 days. It's a great way to update your website and keep things looking fresh. Just having that foresight, right? That plan ahead. I mean, it just puts you so much further ahead than most other people. A lot of people in this business space are not looking at their business 90 days out. And so even though I know our process takes 12 weeks and that feels like a long time, it's it's really not. No, you know, I mean, you're it's a quarter out, right? So it's like, hey, where do I want to be next quarter? And we're going to take this quarter and, and start planning that, planning those images ahead of time. I think you can just do so much better work when you are prepared and you walk into a photo shoot knowing what you're there to create and you walk into a web design process knowing uh, who you serve and what you're trying to create through that um, instead of just kind of rushing things and then feeling like oh I guess I should get new photos done right it just kind of already puts that that date in your calendar for the next year of hey these are the moments where I'm going to take some time for my business and and refresh things and think about where I'm headed instead of in December when you're looking back over everything and thinking, oh, I, I want to do X, Y, Z next year. You can every 90 days be thinking about that. It's funny because I, I've started telling people this process and any creative process that has a systemized process with deadlines, it holds you accountable to the things that you want to put out into the world. So a lot of times we have these projects all up in our head and they just stay in our head or they stay on our computer and they never actually get launched because you don't have the platform or the assets to launch them. And it's just interesting how it always comes back to, okay, the process just holds you accountable to executing and that in itself has an ROI to it. <laughs> I find that even as a client of yours myself, that 
I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a shoe coming up. I have to use, right? Like I've got to get these photos done. Okay. Like that thing I've been wanting to launch. All right. I'm going to plan the shoot around that. Like it does, it forces you to actually commit. And our process does the same thing. It forces you to really show up and get those things off of your Google docs and into reality. Yeah, it forces you to take a look at your ideal client, forces you to take a look at objections. These are really valuable things that we just glaze over that are right in front of us. Yeah. If you could give a Workplay member one piece of advice for going through the Workplay Method plus Liberty Types process, what would it be? The biggest thing is that time frame of making sure that both of the both things are complete and that they line up around the same time during that kind of onboarding process that they go through with you guys is when we can be starting our process so that they have a, they can provide you all with a direction for the photo shoot as far as colors and aesthetic and a general creative direction. They don't necessarily need their branding to be a hundred percent done when they head into that photo shoot, unless they want certain things photographed, right? Like they want a workbook made by us that they want to get photographed by you guys. But I think us just starting that, that branding phase during their onboarding process with you guys and making sure that those kind of timelines line up, which we can always, you and I can work with to, to make sure that does line up. That way you're not doubling anything. You're not headed into a photo shoot unprepared with like what you think might be the color palette or the direction. And then by the time you get your photos back, we're starting on the website. So that, that part tends to work out really well too. Yeah, having the imagery while the design is being designed is really, I feel like, the sweet spot of the two processes coming together. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Amanda. I am so happy you came on to just talk about the process. Obviously, this is really this process that you have, Liberty Types process, has changed workplace marketing and so many members who are already inside of the workplace method that have done redesigns with you. If you would like to implement Liberty Types process while using the Workplay method to create your visual marketing campaigns, DM us Liberty Type, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y-T-Y-P-E, Liberty Type at Workplay Branding on Instagram, and we are going to give you exclusive podcast details about the strategy and our power up together. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. This episode of the Workplay Podcast is brought to you by Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online. In 2019, they revamped the Workplay method and have been using this exact process to launch businesses' visual marketing strategies all over North America and in Europe. Head over to WorkplayBranding.com to learn exactly how you can launch your visual marketing strategy and cohesive brand for less than $500 a month.